now something seriously wrong with you that's the first sign of black camaraderie amongst the big crowd swag surfing yeah i could do without it whatever joel and beat face we in here it's mo bamba face friday 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 all right okay okay um i i Gonna start out with another shout out. We total now, not one episode, but total listens. We've eclipsed the one thousand mile marker for total listens for whatever face podcast. Yo, where's the clap tracks, the bullet shots, and the bomb drops? We we got gunshots, but we haven't needed them. Well, the we need Kawhi, them the-, the Kawhi laugh. We got to get a soundboard when we get a studio and do all that stuff. We can. Nah, nigga, get a soundboard now. Uh, all right, you 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 throwing the bread in for that? I mean, you're the one working. I'm not. Uh, email, spring some money for a soundboard, please. Contribution to the whatever face five class. <laughs> we would great, greatly appreciate you and your life. Thank you very much. You don't like swag surfing, little way? <laughs> no feeling? Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Hit a lighter flick and then. Nope, nope, nope. Whatever. Nope, nope, nope. Whatever. Wayne doesn't do anything for me. Here's the thing. He didn't for me either, but that No Ceilings mixtape is undeniable in terms of a fire tape from an artist at that point. His mixtape catalog is crazy, but No Ceilings for me was the one time that I started to take account and respect Wayne. Yeah, I would have to go back to it. i probably like breeze through it. Uh, I don't think it's worth it. But yeah. That hurts my heart. Sorry to hear that. Just let you know that that hurts my heart. Sorry to Do you have any uh, uh, favorite mixtape series? No, I don't. You don't have a favorite artist you like when they put out... You don't have... Mm-mm. No. Nah. At all. That's kind of ridiculous. That you don't not 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 a Lloyd Banks, not a not one artist. Not a Eminem, not a Kanye, not a Mm-mm. Nope. So say safe and say you're just not a mixtape. I'm not a mixtape person. Give me the give me the body of work that you actually Thought about, spent time on, invested in. I'll take that. But what about artists like Fab, whose mixtapes are probably more thought out than his actual albums? Um, yeah. 
But Fab has good albums to me. It's not like when I don't know. I'll take his albums. I'll take the mixtapes, like whatever. But I ain't fanning out for no mixtape from nobody. You don't have a hot ninety-seven freestyle. No. I'm still doing freestyle Friday. I don't care what you're saying. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I meant to tell you last week we didn't do the Monday night game. We didn't call it. But this week, if we get it out the way, we won't have to worry about it at the end. So, Monday night football. We have hold on. Sunday. Giants and Falcons. Falcons. <laughs> I'll take the Falcons by like sixteen points. What's crazy is the Falcons have been trashed this year and the Giants just Yeah. Giants look bad. The Giants look really bad. But the offense the offensive line is really terrible. So, you know, Eli can't do much. Like he don't have much left anyway. He's been in the league almost two decades now. He's old as hell. So, you know, he he's not like a, a scramble type of guy. He needs pocket presence to do work. And the offensive line is not holding up and he can't stay in the pocket to do work and I wish there was a Giants fan we can call but uh would you as a fan of the sport would you say Quan is a Giants fan this nigga owe us sound check um (laughs) sound check (laughs) you need to come up here but do you think they should have taken a quarterback as opposed to Saquon Barkley I do I feel the same way. I Saquon really is special, but if you don't have anybody like Saquon's, what ten ten years you're looking at with Saquon? Yeah, probably mm-hmm. seven. Like the lifespan for a running back in the NFL is not that long. It's not. It's not going to give you quarterback stability. He got like six, seven. If he stays healthy, you know, maybe ten. Maybe he's just hanging around there like Adrian Peterson, but not really at the peak. So it was like, what are you like? What are you gonna do with the with with a running back? And the game has changed so much that it's it's geared for a quarterback to average, you know, these high numbers. Why not go for a quarterback? Your quarterback is on the tail end of his career, like literally. Yeah. He ain't got that many years left. Why not get a quarterback for the next fifteen I, years? I don't. I, don't I think get the it. hardest thing for a team to do is find the right quarterback, and. That's part of the issue now. The Giants found that in Eli when they uh, when they first picked him up from the Chargers on draft night. But you have to look at what's your plan after Eli. You just gave Odell ninety five million dollars, but if you ain't got nobody to throw it mm-hmm. to him, it's kind of a waste. Just so you know, going back to the picture on a boat, the Giants are four and nineteen. <laughs> that picture was taken. <laughs> In Miami, <laughs> I know. Last uh, last time that was brought up, you said it doesn't mean anything. Don't mean a thing, bro. It really that doesn't. Show, since that trip, <laughs> the Giants are four nineteen. Let that say what it wants. 
but there it is. I got the Falcons as well because <laughs> I, I yeah I got the Falcons as well. The crazy thing is Julio Jones leads the league in receptions but has zero touchdowns. That's crazy. In seven weeks. That's crazy. What are y'all doing? Yeah. What are they doing? Throwing a ball to him a lot until they get in the red zone <laughs> and give it to somebody else. That sucks. I hope he don't have no incentive in his contract for like touchdown and a certain amount of touchdowns at the end of the season. I'd be kind of tight. Yeah. I mean, I get it. It's a team sport. And but yeah, stuff, but yeah, come on. <laughs> if I'm putting us in position to get a touchdown and you throwing it to somebody else, like I never understood how quarterbacks do that. Like, do you reward the person that gives you, um, yeah, Aaron Rodgers does that with Devontae Adams. He threw it to Devontae Adams um, last Monday night. He threw it to him that last drive at least six times and then do it to him for a touchdown. So some quarterbacks probably mm-hmm. do reward yeah. the person that does that. Yeah. Yeah. Do better, Maddie. NBA yeah. is Doc. Yes, sir. Did you, yes, see the, sir. did you see the Warriors ring? I did. I did. <laughs> them joints is ridiculous. I did. Yeah. Are they making the uh, championship rings bigger each year? Because that's what it looks like. I think so. I think so. I mean, it's more money in the league, so why not? Like, you know what I mean? That ring might make KD stay another year. I like what they did with the uh, the, the equipment manager where he got a ring too. Like that's that's kind of dope. Mhm. Mhm. Uh-huh. It's a, a team sport all the way down to the equipment manager. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah, I think they can give the the managers give them their rings in a uh, back office somewhere. Like <laughs> <laughs> we ain't watching opening night to see the manager and the assistant manager get rings. We don't care about that. Come on, bro. Um, from the first couple games, it's hard to do a who looks good for the season, but what are you seeing so far from the first couple games? What's your initial take on the season? Um, I think the Celtics come out of the East. I think they give the Warriors a good run for their money. Um because they beat a really good 76 a team and Gordon Haywood didn't give them that much. Kyrie didn't give them that much. And they was, you know, they still came out of it. TJ, so I your think guy the Celtics opening night. TJ, your guy sucked. Yeah. He was pretty bad. He was really, you could tell it was like really rusty. Yeah, that's rusty. You give him a couple um, games and you're going to be like, you forget that ever happened. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm, the Celtics look really scary to me. Um, and I think that they'll give the Warriors or whoever comes out of the West, I think they give them a run for the money. If it's not the Warriors, I do think the Celtics can win the, this year's championship. Um, if it is the Warriors, that'll be a, a good fight. That'll be a good fight. What do you say to the people that think Kyrie is stupid for leaving LeBron? Was he the reason LeBron got that ring in Cleveland? 
Of course. Look, the year, <laughs> the first year when Kyrie went out with that knee injury, they did not win. The next year, Talk Kyrie's there. Kyrie's there. He hits that that game winning three. They and they win the championship. Talk about so, it. you know, LeBron needed Kyrie just as much as Kyrie needed LeBron. Yeah, because you, yeah, I hear the people screaming at their phones now. Well, Kyrie was in Cleveland all that time and he didn't make it. I, I got you, but when it mattered, when he was with LeBron, mm-hmm. when he was out, Cavs lost. When he was there with LeBron, Cavs won. Right. Um, call it what you will. Uh, I do think when Boston gets it together, it's going to be a couple games. But when they get it together and they like, they gel. Haywood hasn't played since last season, mm-hmm. and Kyrie's coming off um, that surgery, which he didn't play since last season. So, mm-hmm. I'm not too worried about them. Um, the Cavs. <laughs> <laughs> the Cavs might not they was win hanging games. around for a little, yeah they was hanging around that first quarter <laughs> they might not win they was hanging around that first quarter but that was you know that was more so the Raptors kind of like figuring you could tell Kawhi was like a little bit uncomfortable he didn't really know like he was like should I just take it I have the ball like should I just you know do me and be selfish like you could tell he, he was kind of you know overthinking it. But then and they got in the rhythm. It was like, uh, all right, Cleveland, thanks. Thanks for coming. Yeah. I, I don't I don't want have a nice yeah, I don't want to see Kyle Lowry in the All Star game. Um I don't want to see DeMar DeRozan in the All Star game. I know they're on two separate yeah. teams, but I'm good on both of them niggas <laughs> in any future All Star games. Yeah, I haven't liked Kyle Lowry since he kinda like refused Pat Riley. Pat was trying to get him to Miami. Um, because they thought they had that year that LeBron that year that LeBron left and they were trying to he was like nah I'm good so I didn't like uh, Kyle Lowry since then and it's given me great joy to see LeBron torch them every year in the the postseason (laughs) since then oh man NBA is uh, is exciting I I like uh, the TNT uh, crew with Ernie, Shaq, Kenny, and Chuck. Mm-hmm. Them niggas is retarded. Um, You're mad funny. I can do without the ESPN crew. What happened? I thought um, TNT was Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Or that has that changed? What happened to that? That was I remember they had like a whole commercial for it and everything. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, like some little jazz thing. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I feel like we haven't seen a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday in forever. Maybe they go back and forth with ESPN, um, but that's kind of whack. Yeah, that is. That really is. That's that's. All right. Uh, I don't like Chris Webber though. Like he's. I don't know how he got a, a job as a um. A, a commentator, yeah. like, come on, bro. Yeah. He's really annoying. He's really annoying. But yeah, Ernie and them niggas, they're mad funny. Um, and on the ESPN side, you got Van Gundy, Breen, Mark Jackson. The three of them together is a good uh, – they have, like, a good chemistry. But for, for some strange reason, like, throughout the season, they be separating them. Yeah, you only they get them in the playoffs. To, like, the playoffs. Yeah, it's corny. But I like those three. Um, yeah, that's it. Reggie's a little annoying, From too. ESPN. Yeah, Reggie's definitely annoying. 
Reggie's annoying. Reggie's a little annoying. Um, I was gonna ask if anybody wanted to do fantasy basketball this year, but it's too it's too much. <laughs> you got games every night. <laughs> Eighty two games. Nah, it's too much. That's a different commitment level. <laughs> I actually got. I'm not. I found out by accident that I got um, auto drafted a team because uh, the person I was in the league with last year reactivated the league, and I guess <laughs> I missed the text message when he said there was going to be a draft. I checked. Who you got? Who's just starting five? My my team is trash. Oh man. Uh, who's on my team? That sucks. Uh, well, they don't got one top dog at least. No, I do because it dra- Like, I guess it auto drafts for you. My team, I have Durantula, Kimber Walker, um, nigga, that's not trash. Dennis Smith Jr., uh, Mello, Rudy Gay, Jimmy Butler, Rondo, Hassan Whiteside, Drogic, um, JJ <laughs> JJ Redick. Covington and uh, Jeff Teague. Oh, and Gallinari. Yeah, that's not trash. That's a that's a solid team. I wanted um, Drummond. Andre Drummond's always my my sleeper, but he's not a sleeper anymore. Yeah, he was like twenty six, twenty six. <laughs> yeah, Drummond's my. Drummond's my guy. For those of you that are not into sports, I feel sorry for you. The next couple of months is probably going to be a drag. That's you. it. That's it. Um, but we'll, we'll, we'll catch you back. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll catch you back. <laughs> Where do you want to stay? You know, I actually was like this week. This is the first week we together had homework because you gave me some last podcast. And I was like, oh, do we have a... a do we have a lineup? And I said, no, we don't have no goddamn lineup. But we do. No, nah, we don't. Tell the people. We don't got a lineup. Where do you want to start? Did you listen to Mike Epps? I did. Okay. Let, let's, let's chat. You want to start there? Why not? Why not? We're here. We're, we're in it now. What do you think? Um, he sounds like a hater. Wow. Okay. He sounds like a hater, and although he was, he kept saying, "Oh, I'm not," you know, I'm happy for. You sound like a hater, Mike. Oh, there's people at the gate, and they ain't letting us in. You sound like a hater. You don't think that's accurate, though? That there are people, um that have that power in Hollywood to say nah don't work with this person work with this person black people like Kevin Hart yeah yeah no Mm -mm. it says something when Kevin Hart almost almost Dwayne Johnson-esque has just about Two movies a year. You'll see Kevin Hart. You'll be in a movie for Kevin Hart and see a preview for another Kevin Hart movie. You don't think mm-hmm. Kevin Hart has the power to be like right now with the backing that he has from Hollywood to say, nah, don't work with this person. 
the superstar that Kevin Hart is right now, you don't think he can dictate that? But I don't think he would. I don't think he is. I don't see him as the type to be taking food out of somebody else's mouth. All right. So let's say it wasn't taking food out of somebody else's mouth, but let's say it was looking out for your friends. If there's a if there's a, a movie or a role or something, he may not necessarily be taking... Well, yeah, because that is taking food out of somebody's mouth, but he may be giving his friends that, oh, hey, you know who would be really cool in this role? We should try this person. I can see that. As opposed to an outright, oh, don't work with him. This is, I mean, if that's the case, he would have them plastic cup boys on all his you know, his stuff. Ain't nobody trying to see no no plastic cup boys. That's what I'm saying. Like if it was if it if that was really how he was getting down, like those are his those are his real friends and they work together. Don't you think that they would be the first ones to benefit from that? At the gate, turning niggas away? No. And the reason why is because Kevin Hart is smart. He realizes who is on stage funny and who's um, behind a camera, in front of a camera funny. Because there is a difference. Yeah, there is. You can be a stand-up comedian and kill nightly, but you can be horrible on screen. Yeah. That's that's a fact. So I would agree with that. I, I can't say that um, the Plastic Cup boys aren't in more movies because he hasn't tried to align them in position. I think he realizes, no, you have a strength. Let me place you where your strength is, and that's let's do tours. <clears throat> I think he sets them up for failure if he knows they're not good or they don't want to do movies. He sets them up for failure, putting them in a position where they get a movie and it bombs. Because that falls back. Naeem has had a Naeem has had a recurring role on Survivor's Remorse. That's LeBron's show, ain't it? Mm-hmm. Bron's friends with Kevin Hart, isn't he? I suppose. That's an easy. That's an easy lob, though. That's an easy lob. My my point is, Naeem has he's expressed that he likes being in in front of the camera, not on tour. So why is it Naeem in in all of Kevin Hart's fifteen movies that's come out in the past five years? If that was really the case. Hollywood works well, off of draws. Just like uh, Netflix goes off of ticket sales, Hollywood goes off of who's going to come to this movie. It's not going to be Kevin Hart and Naeem and nobody really know who Naeem is. And they're like, yeah, let's put him in a movie next to Kevin Hart as the, the, the B-lister to this film. You need somebody that's going to bring people in to buy movie tickets. And my my point, he doesn't grab Naeem, but maybe he grabs a Tiffany Haddish, and maybe he grabs somebody else who has that right now that glow that that whatever that Hollywood, um, whatever that Hollywood shine is for right now, 
he can go grab those people. Oh yeah, let's let's get Dwayne Johnson. Let's get um Jack Black. Let's get like he has that right now. Okay, so is that is that the same thing as saying, um, nah, we're not gonna work with him versus this person is hot right now. Let's just you know go with this person. No, that's not the same. Are the two the same? No. No. Because, all right. So for people that don't have that chance where it says, where it's, oh, well, let's work with this person. If I'm still trying to get that Hollywood shine, and I, I've been in a couple movies here and there, but I don't have that 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 thing that Hollywood's looking for to put me in a feature film by myself, I can 100% see somebody saying, don't work with him. Especially if we don't rock with each other. That's like, Boomer has a movie coming out, and he's a megastar. And he's like, me and Corey don't get along, so yeah, don't hire him. But I got this funny girl, Melissa, that you should probably put on. I think she'll she'll be cool for that role. That's different. That's two different things. Right, so if him working with The Rock and Jack Black and Tiffany Haddish, doesn't that more so seem like these guys are hot versus I'm not working with Mike Epps because um, I'm not really, you know, we're not really rocking with each other right now, so don't work with him. Yeah, because you can see that. If he would, if that if that was the case where he was trying to um, not look out for his friends, if that were the case, he would have pulled somebody into um, pulled somebody into a movie with him. We're gonna have to agree to disagree. I just think like Mike Epps is is a hater. He probably should have been further along than he is right now. Like you were in these Friday series with with Ice Cube. Like you, you were there. You had you were you had that Hollywood shine. You were right there. So don't be talking about oh niggas is at the gate turning people away. When you were at the, you might not have been at the gate, but you had an invitation. I think that's Mike Epps' career, and I don't mean no disrespect by Mike Epps, friend of the show. Um, I don't mean mean no disrespect, but that was coming off of the Chris Tucker trajectory. The first Friday was what it was because of Chris Tucker, mainly. And when Chris Tucker was out of here, of course, Ice Cube needed Mike Epps just as much as Mike Epps needed Ice Cube, but Chris Tucker took that Friday rocket, and he was out of here after that. Mike Epps, people love the Fridays that keep coming back to it, but it, it didn't have that same effect to send Mike Epps out of here as well. Because if we want to keep it a buck, a lot of people was like, I don't want to see a Friday without Chris Tucker. Nah, that second Friday was dumb funny. Before it came out, would you have, after watching the original Friday, you would have signed up to see, um, what was it next Friday without Chris Tucker? Mm-hmm. Without Chris Tucker? Before I'm saying, I'm saying before the movie even came out. Let's just say Friday, Friday ends, and we see uh, a poster for next Friday, but we don't see any trailers yet, and you don't see no Chris Tucker name on a on a poster. You're inclined to go see that movie without seeing the trailer? Yeah, I am. Because you have to see the sequel. Like, that's just the way of life. You see the first one, the second one comes out, you got to see it. 
Without a trailer, just going off of a poster. Without a trailer, yes. You got a different type of loyalty. I mean, that's not that's not what we do. We don't go see the first movie, and then when a sequel comes out, it's like, oh, yeah, sign me up, especially if the first one was good. Nine times out of ten, if you have a sequel, yeah. you have some, you have the same people and yeah, but still, like nine times out of ten, if the first if the first one was good and you loved it, you enjoyed it, and you see a poster, you don't need to see no trailer for a second one. You're gonna go see it. Doesn't matter who was in it, you're gonna go see it just because you enjoyed the first one so much. You gotta see if the second one lives up to that. Here's my thing. I think I would be more hesitant if if I saw a bad boys poster after the first one with Jamie Foxx and somebody else, I'd be like, the first one was kind of dope, but I'll maybe wait. As opposed to seeing a poster of Will and Martin again and being like, I'm definitely going to see that. Don't need to see a trailer. Don't need to see nothing else. I just need to see a poster. Will and Martin, and I'm definitely gone. For me, nah. for me, it's, it's a... It's a if it's the same, if it's the same EP and at least one of the main stars is in it, it's a it's a definite shoe one. Like you're gonna go. I don't know. That's just human nature. I don't know. I don't know. But you think Mike is a, a hater? You think he was he had the invitation to come to the gate? Um. Do you think Lee Daniels is a gatekeeper? I don't. I don't. Wow. Okay. I don't. Who are you? I don't think black people has that much power in Hollywood. You must be out of you don't. I really, I really don't. You don't think Tyler Perry is a gatekeeper? Well, Tyler Perry has his own now. Like, he has his own studio. He has his own production company. Like, he's his own entity. So, yes, in that regard, he can dictate, you know, what's coming through his companies, like, what's coming through under his name. But I guess, and Ken Hart has that too. So, I guess, like, he's his own gatekeeper. Those movies but, uh, don't like, come out uh, under Heartbeat Productions. Kevin Hart is not an EP in uh, <laughs> those. The last one I think did. Um, the one with Tiff. Night School. I believe that was a heart, Heartbeat Production film. That's probably why Tiff was there. My point. That you was, just made my point. But that, was, but that was his joint. Like, that's his company. That ain't that ain't him telling the white man don't mess with don't mess with Mike. That's this is me, and I'm gonna do things my way. When I reach a, while I'm reaching for a certain plateau before I have my own, and I'm a star under yours, you don't think while I'm trying if I'm carooning with these um, presidents of these uh, major production companies? Oh hey. Yeah, because you know Sambo dance. You, you you brought us a lot of money, black guy. <laughs> Come hang out with us. You 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 you've made us a lot of money on a, a couple movies. I can I can one hundred percent see them being like, okay, so we got this film for you. 
Who do you want as a, a, a um, producer? Who do you want as a, a director? I think the bigger your star in Hollywood, the more you can influence who you work with. Kevin Hart ain't that big. Like, his movies do, like, 30, 28, 23 million opening weekend. Like, that ain't huge. That's Those are Tyler Perry numbers. Kevin Hart is not that big in terms of, if we're talking about uh, uh, Tom Cruise or Will Smith or Denzel, no. He's not box office big, no. But. So I don't think, I don't think Kevin Hart can say, get me this EP and this director. He can probably whisper in the in the production company's ears like, um, you know, look at Tiffany or look at Laurel. Don't look at Mike Epps. Same works the same. I don't I don't know. No. Mike is a hater and you know, he's just gonna have to <laughs> he's just gonna have to, you know, live live where he is and keep doing little comedy clubs and C list movies, hood classics, you know, and Eat like that. Uh, the the point he did make was that he was eating, and then he did he did um he was doing a lot of behind scenes stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting that their kids are friends, and he's been mm-hmm. Kevin's been in Mike Epps' house, and Mike hasn't been in like I. Some of it sound like okay, you sound like you scorned, but mm-hmm. a lot of it made sense. Like, I think people confuse industry friends with real friends. And that's where the line gets blurred. You've been to my house and I've never been to your house. You've been invited. Knock it off. Okay, but like some things are just circumstantial. Some is situational. But like it ain't that it's not that big and I don't think I've ever been invited. You have. But stop. 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 Stop with your lives right now. Stop. I haven't. You have. You I 100% been. have been invited to my house. I, I have not. Knock it off. I have not. Knock I have it not. Off. But the point is, you've been over here, but that doesn't change the nature of our relationship. That doesn't change anything. That doesn't mean that I, you know, that you're probably purposely keeping me out of it. Like, it's, that has nothing to do with anything to me. So, again, him bringing that up, he just sounds like a hater. Like, you sound mad. Sis. Whatever. And it just goes back to my original point of black people not uplifting each other. Like, if you don't find Kevin Hart funny, that's fine. But there's no need in you saying it over and over again. Even if somebody asks you, oh, you know, some people like it, some people don't. Whatever. Like, that's just that's just the way of life. A million people will love you and another million people will hate you. This is my favorite quote from Alan Iverson. The GOAT. Um, um, he's not the GOAT. The goat. <clears throat> but it's just, like, same thing with Kat. Like, it was no point in you tearing down Tiff. It was no point in you calling Lorel ugly. Like, for what? For what? Like, you see someone saying pigmentation of you up there, celebrate it. I'm happy for these people, you know, we finally went in getting Emmys, blah, 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 blah. There's no need in you tearing other people down, especially when they've said nothing negative about you in the first place. Like, we gotta do better as a people. I agree. Mike Epps, you're a hater. Well, so much for that. Mike Epps, I'm sorry. I, I, I tried to help bring your perspective no, to sorry. the show, and you just got people that are gonna see it their own way. But I do feel like, if it's my opinion, you shouldn't call me 
a hater from my opinion. I voice my opinion and and that's the problem today. Like when people voice their opinions, they're automatically haters or dick riders. No, it, it, it's no like it's my opinion. I'm I'm not saying mm-hmm. this is gospel. I'm saying for me, this is what I believe. This is what I feel. No, I don't like this person. Yes, I do like this person, but that's my opinion. That don't mean that should affect your opinion or your money or how you view them. It's my opinion. I have to live with that. He's a hater. Whatever. Um, did you see the shop? I did. What were your thoughts? They changed up the scenery a little bit. It wasn't a mm-hmm. white neighborhood anymore with wine glasses. It was cognac and a little... Uh... <laughs> it was a little more rustic, dark, a little more niggerish. Um, let me just say I love Maverick Carter. Um, and... Oddly enough, LeBron is like growing on me. Who would have known? Like I would hate Kanye West and like like LeBron. Um But yeah, I love the show. I love what LeBron's doing with the show. More importantly, Drake <laughs> coming on at the second half of the show, like crying about the beef um with Pusha blaming Kanye for giving Push the information, which is very diabolical if that's the way it went down. And Push is saying it didn't go oh, down hey, that way. But yeah, for those that didn't see it, if you've been living under a rock for the past uh, five days, um, Drake pretty much said that he was out in Wyoming with Kanye and Kanye gave him this whole spiel about you know him changing and being a family man and um, let me hear your music and you know, let's be transparent with one another. And um, Drake, like the little girl that he is, you know, he was sold. And he opened up to Kanye and told him about his son. And, you know, then. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up, hold up. Before you, before you go, go into that, I agree with you. Well, can we just agree as a collective that the whole first segment with Victor Depot and them was just filler until they got Drake to mm-hmm. show up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um I agree with you that Drake was sold on this Kanye, oh I'm trying to be a better person. Uh you should come out because they worked on stuff together before. So I agree. Mm-hmm. Drake does seem to want industry friends. Mm-hmm. And before we get into the whole pusher thing, because that's something in itself, um, I can see Drake opening up to Kanye for that because he feels like, oh, this is Jay. Mm-hmm. We've, we've been battling each other our whole careers. Well, one of us thinks that um, we've been put head to head our whole careers. So I can see him falling for it like you said like a like a like like a young female drake did fall for the the smoke and mirrors i will say mm-hmm. but continue yeah. stay 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 with the shop don't get too much in the pusher stay with the shop 
Okay, so yeah, um, Drake bought into it, and he opened up to Kanye, told him that he had an album, and it was coming out in June or whatever, and played some of the stuff for Kanye, and you know, they soaked it all in, and he left, his friend went back, before Drake got there, and the friend was like 40, Drake's right-hand man, and was like, yo, the energy here is really weird something strange is happening i don't know would you still drake goes back anyway would you would you and... go back if somebody called you to give you a heads up that it's a little off nah okay nah if you if you call me and tell me that your gut is telling you something's off and people are acting weird and you feel like kanye's making an album when he wasn't when you first got here he wasn't making an album and then you told him you were making an album now he's making an album nah like, I'll call you and see what's up, but I'm not going to come back out there and, and be in the midst of that weird energy and those weird vibes. Um, so, yeah, Kanye gave him or Kanye told him that he would give him the Lift Yourself beat or he would be on it or something like that. And then Kanye released it out of nowhere to scoop the poop, whoop dee boop 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 It was a hard beat. And Kanye was just like, Scoop de whoop, poop, all over the like for like two minutes. It was stupid. So Drake felt like you know Kanye was sending him a message with that song or whatever. And then Daytona comes out and pushes dissing Drake. And then Drake has to respond with the duppy freestyle. And then we get Do you feel the bad? Do you feel like in Drake's position, it's not hard to kind of ma- draw conclusions based off of not knowing anything else. You were in Wyoming. You were helping write stuff. I'm opening up to you. And now I hear Daytona with the, the slight little jabs. Um... See, I don't like, I don't know. Like, they, it's really weird to me because watching Kanye publicly for the past four months and the behaviors that he's been exhibiting and the things that he's been saying, um, one of the, the, the main things that I get from him is like, you're not going to control me. You're not going to control people. Let people be free spirited. Let them live their truth. Let them speak their truth. Um, don't try to inhibit anybody's feelings. So if he hears a song and pushes getting something off his chest regarding Drake, with him on that energy of, you know, be free, speak your mind, speak your peace, I can't see him saying, now nah, you shouldn't say that. So there's that element to me, but then there's, like, normal people who would be like morally that's just you know crazy I'm trying to build a friendship with this guy and um, you're one of my artists and you're dissing him and you know we have like this this friendship thing going on maybe you shouldn't not even a friendship thing but yo I got business over here I wouldn't put that out I'm, I'm trying to I'm, yeah I, I respect your craft I respect you as an artist but I got business over here that I'm still trying to like get together I don't think we should do that 
Right. That's what normal people would do, like me and you. Um, but then there's that, that Kanye part that I just explained where he's not going to, you know, try to inhibit anybody. So I can see how that, that song made it to the album um, without protest. So, like you said, we get the battle because Duffy Freestyle comes out and then now we have Pusha's response. If you're Drake, mm-hmm. if you're in Drake's shoes, because we're going to do a whole lot of shifting viewpoints. If you're in Drake's shoes, do you feel like, oh, wow, I was just with you and you gave, I told you this information. Your man is using this information that I told you. Yeah, of course. I think that's just human nature. Like, you're the last person I told and this guy was just here with you, you know, after I left you put two and two together, you know, that it would make sense in his head that the information came from Kanye. So I can't, I don't blame Drake for, for coming up with that scenario. Um, I think all of us would have, you know, pieced that together like that. Okay. So now, Wednesday happens, Pusha goes to the Joe Budden podcast, and the only reason he's there is because Drake is on the shot talking to LeBron about what happened. Mm-hmm. And your boy Maverick was kind of lobbing it up, the questions he was asking. Like, it seemed like it was a little biased because Maverick was like... Oh, yeah, they're mad tight with Drake, so of course it was a little bit biased. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he brought up your son. That was kind of... Mm-hmm. like that, that was the last straw. And then, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, he was gassing it a little. Pushes on Joe Budden podcast. I, 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 don't worry, I'll, 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 you can pass me the rock. I'll, 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 this is a layup from here. You did the shop. <laughs> I'll do Joe Budden's podcast. So pushes on Joe Budden's podcast, and right out the gate, Joe Budden says, "I don't have any icebreaker questions. Let's just get right to it." Mm-hmm. And pushes says to Joe Budden. Drake has a lot of misplaced anger because you're saying Kanye gave me the information. You're wrong. You mm-hmm. owe him an apology. He wasn't the one that gave me the information. Your man, your producer, 40, is the source of where the information comes from. Put a pushpin in that because now that changes everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Drake is... All right, before we go, before we go further, uh, one of the things Drake said he mentioned um, Pusha went too far. Are there rules in battle no. rap? Rap no. beef? No. And I wish people would stop saying that. No. Okay. No. If you're, fam- if you're not familiar with battle rap, um, I would suggest you look at Arsenal and England battling a UK mm-hmm. um, rapper whose uncle had died early in the week Arsenal, who's a United States citizen, mm-hmm. goes to England in a United soccer fit, jersey, hat, and all, and in a battle. Mind you, the guy's uncle mm-hmm. died that week. Arsenal says in a battle, swear to God, I'm going to back up right now because if what, I, if, what, if what I say right now doesn't get me killed, you pussy. Mm-hmm. And proceeds <laughs> to talk about the dead guy's <laughs> uncle and says, and if he came back to life, I'd have that 
that thing with me to make it a Ghostbuster for real thing. Like, so no, there is no, and that's a battle rap. That's not rap beef. We on stage. Yeah. And Drake said he studies rap beef or rap battles, but and there and there are rules to it. So I don't know how he came to that conclusion. I don't know what he's studying. He, he but okay. he can't possibly be thinking this. Um, and here's why all of this is intertwined and locked together. You can't possibly think there's rules to rat beef. I'm going to hold this here because you spoke about his wife. Mm -hmm. He's bringing up your sick producer and your son. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. Come back to Pusha T on Joe Budden's podcast. The guy that you're riding for, Drake, oh, nah, you're not going to, now we're at a point where we got to when we see each other, we gonna. It's got to be hands and all this other stuff. And Jay Prince has to come in because he mentioned forty. Keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Forty. Mm-hmm. Forty is the same person that gave up the information about your son, not to push a D mm-hmm. directly. Forty was pillow talking, mm-hmm. and we can have a conversation about pillow talk a whole different day because I believe it does deserve its own thing. But your man that you ready to go to war for is pillow talking and divulge your information. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the girl that was sleeping with 40 had no idea how it was going to be used. Right. But she, all that information that 40 was so willing, willingly gave up went into the hands of the wrong person. The person that was actually yeah. going to use it to hurt you. Yeah. So Push is saying all this on Joe Budden's podcast, and they talk about um Pusha says when they're in Wyoming with Drake, he's not there. Mm-hmm. As president of good music, he's there to work on his album and everything else from the, the first to the seventh. He goes home on eighth, Drake's there. Mm-hmm. When he come when 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 Drake leaves, Kanye hits Pusha up with these are the dates we're going with. This is when we're putting the albums out. Right. If you're looking at Drake, you're saying Kanye gave you all the information because he was the last person that I was with. If you're Drake, you're saying, oh, this was calculated by Kanye because when I came out and told you I was working on an album, you weren't working on an album. I come back and now you have all these release dates around my album. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think Kanye is completely without fault in this situation. No, definitely. Definitely not. Do you feel like he knew what he was doing or it was just like crazy Kanye being all over the place and maybe he didn't realize um, how it would ultimately affect everybody involved? I think Kanye knew what he was doing. Because you can't say, oh, we're going to do seven albums for everybody. Because Pusha said he wanted his album to be longer. He came to Kanye with an album already. Kanye said, I think we should do something else. And we should only do seven songs. Right. This was in Wyoming. So all this is happening Mm -hmm. when Drake is going back and forth. Yeah, Kanye knew what he was doing. So do you want a Drake response to Kanye? Because Drake kind of, you know, 
insinuated that he knows stuff about Kim and the Kardashians. But and... this is all right, and I'm I'm glad you said that. No, and that's why Pusha said Drake's aiming at the wrong person. You shooting over there? I'm 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 here. You shooting at him? Pusha said Pusha played. I mean, but even take the infant, take the son out of it. The fact that you know he. Um, he lured Drake out there to Wyoming, sold him this story. He didn't have an album. Drake said, I got I'm doing an album, it's coming out, you know, a couple months. And then Kanye does his album. And then he produces he produces a whole album for Pusha T and the final song, he's dissing Drake. So does that warrant a response? Like does to Drake go at Kanye's neck for that part of it? No, because Drake been going at Kanye. He's been at Kanye neck all summer. Yeah. He's been at Kanye neck all summer. Pusha T was saying um on a on a podcast, he said, um, he's the type that he's the shooter. Don't shoot at my man's. And he's like, I don't know why I'm the only person on good music that seemed like um I'm always in go mode, but his thing his his thing is more loyalty than anything else. You, I don't know mm-hmm. where this is stemming from, but you shooting at my man. Now I'm shooting at you directly. Right. Point blank. Period. His beef with um, his beef with Drake and Kanye because he mentioned this on the podcast is that he don't play those neutral games. Kanye, you can yeah, you can laugh and sit over here with me and then go over there and make music with him. That's not me. That's not that's not what I. That's not the rules that I roll by. Right, and I you gotta respect somebody that says I'm the type of person if we go to the mall and we get into it and you're not gonna fight I don't want you to go to the mall with me because I'm gonna be mad at you. Mm-hmm. Because that's just the type of person that I am. I'm I'm the stand up person that sees loyalty different. So you can't key key in my face, and then go over here and um sit with him and me and him is in the middle of war. Right. So when Pusha said that it's not personal to him, it's, it's all competition, why do you think he can't go to Wyoming while Drake is there? Because I think that plays into the buddy-buddy. I, I, Pusha probably doesn't really like Drake, <laughs> if we can be honest, and that's fine. Yeah, I don't think he does, but he, he, never, he didn't really say it. Because Joe was asking him, he was like, is it like a personal thing? Because they were trying to figure out like what like what where did it all come from? Like, where did it stem yeah. from? And nobody could really pinpoint it. So he was like, is it like personal? Is it just like competition? And then Push was like, is this like a competition thing for me? Like, you know, we sparring. But I think it, back to Push's point about being neutral, you got to remember, you got to back up to him and Little Wayne have beef. Mm-hmm. He don't like Wayne. Drake's affiliated with that yeah. camp. So, and Push eyes, it's probably, you're affiliated with him. I don't get with him like that. So I'm not going to be seen with you because that's playing it on like, oh, well, this is your man. He's the top dog, but I can be buddy-buddy with you. No. I don't like him. I don't like you. I don't like nobody in your camp. And you got to respect somebody who at least feels like that's my loyalty is that strong where, no, if I got beef with you, nigga, I got beef with you. Your cousin, you, 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 the nigga in the back. Yeah, I feel you. But it's funny to yeah. me that 
Pusha, I'm sorry. Pusha said play video clips of Drake putting out a, a thousand, a $100,000 bounty for information, mm-hmm. which is crazy. That's crazy. And the reason why that's really crazy. The song never came out is probably because that hundred thousand dollars brought him information about Kanye and not Pusher. Right. Right. And I I understand why everything stops because the information you have is about Kanye. It'll ruin Kanye. You don't have nothing on Pusher. So you think he's saving Kanye for what? I think he's saving Kanye. That's his friend still in his head? I think he's saving Kanye from Kanye. They just like had a spat? No. I think now Drake sees that they weren't really friends, but they were were industry associates. And it's kind of hard now to kind of real Kanye. So why why not just play it? Release it? Because you gotta, you gotta think of not your move now, but Kanye is not gonna be the shooter. What is Pusha gonna say? Who is he gonna come at next? And if you ain't, if like, if you ain't the person that can wear your mistakes on your sleeve, mm-hmm. whatever Pusha say, you gonna push a button. No pun intended. <laughs> It's going to push a button that's going to make you want to take it someplace else. It's the only reason I can think of as to why you don't want a song to come out because you know your information is directed towards somebody who's not going to shoot back. Is it maybe because he thinks there are rules to the to the game and you could pro- the song that he has break those rules? You could potentially say that, but then again, there's, there's no rules. And I, that's why I'm going back to him saying there's rules how are their rules and you put out a hundred thousand dollar bounty looking for information? Yeah. That that don't add up. If there's, if if there's rules, then you wouldn't be looking for, you wouldn't be paying for information. Yeah. And then they gave Pusha the tapes. Like they not even friends, but then they just that VA loyalty. They just like, yo, here. But you got to respect that. (laughs) If we not even cool, and you, you hit, not even cool. You hit my line like, yo, that's, they, they, they just yeah. offer some, they offer some cash with some information about you. And matter of fact, just because you from where we from, we ain't even finna do that. Mm-hmm. The guy says on one of the um, the recordings, I can get you information, but I just got, I let, gotta let you know, I need the money to relocate my family because it's gunplay after that. I know where it's gonna go. Mhm. Mhm. Yep. These people ain't your yep. friends, and they giving you information. That's a different type of. Yeah, that's a different type of. I respect you as a man, and where you're from. If if we like, a nigga call me and be like, "Yo, I need information about Melissa." Nigga, if you don't get off my phone, <laughs> but that's me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess that's why he's so loyal to, you know, his label mates. Like, that's what they come from. Like, those dudes from VA, they wasn't cool. Like, they're not friends with Pusha. But they was, like, you know, just out of respect. Yeah, that's crazy. That 100K, that, that was crazy. That was crazy. I think um, the only reason we get this 
from Pusha is because Drake was on a shop making it seem like it was one thing and it wasn't. Pusha, yeah. Pusha kept saying the whole time, you owe that man an apology because he ain't got nothing to do with this. Mm-hmm. You mad at Ye and he wasn't even one. But if I'm Drake, I can see why my attention is on Ye. Yeah, absolutely. 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 Especially seeing how he's been acting as of recent. Like, everything he does just seems crazy. So you that's not something that you would put past him. So, yeah, I don't... I, don't, I would expect Drake to come up with that conclusion. I, I, I like how Drake is being petty. Um, him and Ye are beefing. He invites Jay-Z to a show. In LA. <laughs> Why? Because that's your big brother, right? You yep. got a throne, right? That nigga ain't close to you right now. There's n- there's no way Jay and and Kanye ever reconcile. I just don't see it. I, I, it may take time, but I, I don't. Nah, I don't. Like if if it would have happened, it would have been it would have been last year when he came out of the mental institution. But now him sucking Trump's cock in front of everybody, the SNL, the, I don't. Jay's like, nah, get that nigga. Like, <laughs> leave leave that nigga over there with Kim and them. Like, don't. Don't even bring him back this way. Right. So yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't see no Watch the Throne too. In our future, I don't. I don't. Jay put it in the universe. He may be doing that with somebody else, like we said up here already. But that sure ain't gonna be with Jay. Nah, at all. You do a pusher. They seem to have good chemistry. He ain't doing no work. And this is like. Pusha said on the interview, I can't speak for what Ye do. I can't make him be who I am. But I know mm-hmm. I wouldn't do that. Like, Yeah. And Kanye's not going to beef with anybody. Like, he's not going to, he's not going to do no, no back and forth. He's all about, you know, love and camaraderie and togetherness. So Drake can say whatever he want. Like everybody can say whatever they want, and he ain't gonna respond. His his response is gonna be love. <laughs> like that's just where he is right now, and it's it's stupid and it's annoying, and like people are really affected by the things surrounding Kanye, but he just doesn't he just doesn't seem to care. You know what? Um, it's not a surprise because Pusha T seems to be built like this and is reminiscent of Jada and Styles. If I'm ready to go, I don't need you to say, bring up somebody's name where I can be like, oh, okay, well, now I'm I'm invested because you brought up my wife or you brought up my kid. If I'm already, mm-hmm. if I'm already ready to go. That was just added incentive. Yeah, now you're making it now you make it interesting for me. So in interviews I can yeah. say, Oh, he said so and so. Now now I had to no, but if I'm ready to go, I'm waiting for you to just whatever. You can say yeah. you can post something on Facebook that I can think is 
related to me. But if I'm ready to go, nigga, it's time to go to war. Yeah. It's go time. It's go time. Oh, thank you. It's go time. I, I, I wasn't yeah. going to go off, but thank you. Nah. No, no, nah, I was going to go off. You just you just made it worth my while now. Right. So what do you think happens from here? Nothing. Pusha said he's done with it. Nothing. Nothing happens because um and this is the thing when you got street niggas in the music industry. Money don't change you being a street nigga. It may it may smarten you up to move different. But if you a street nigga, you abide by street nigga rules. And that's why he said Pusha said he don't bring those rules into the music game because it's not the same thing. Right. Nigga, it's all it's it's all competition and fun. That's why he said he laughed when Drake put a little spice on talking about some oh we would have had to come to like when we see each other, now I gotta punch you in the face. Mm. What's your like, nigga? <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Drake is funny. Even when he was saying it, it was like, What, nigga? <laughs> You're gonna get punched in your face. <laughs> like you're, you don't even sound scary right now. Like really? Okay, Drake. Drake is a nigga that has street niggas around him. Right. He's not a street nigga, but he has street niggas around him. Pusha right. T is a street nigga with street niggas around him. Exactly. Exactly. But could you imagine? Drake being close enough to punch Pusha T in the could you take a take a second? Yo. <laughs> just imagine how that would unravel. Pusha T Drake looked like he swing like a 14-year-old girl. Them bodyguards and them other niggas, the, the weed man in Pusha T circle, probably don't hesitate. On sight. <laughs> them niggas like, probably don't hesitate. Like See that yellow face on site. <sighs> but it was interesting seeing the shop perspective and then getting Pusha T's perspective. Yeah, that was a good interview. Did you watch? Did you listen to the whole thing? I did. I didn't think you were. It was really long. I, w- I mean, come on, it's Pusha. I, I didn't think you were. But yeah, he, he he was like, I was comfortable in war. I, yeah, got married. Had two, brought two Ferraris in war. Was... <laughs> yeah, this is a different type of mental. Thing. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was really different. It was really different. I respect uh, Pusha telling them um, because I feel like Joe Button's podcast is that lie detector test for artists, where radio hosts like to massage their label connects, mm-hmm. and they try. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't. They don't. They take sides based on for who's coming up. Mm-hmm. Funk Flex is talking about Nicki Minaj her whole career. Now he's on Queen Radio, like as her hype man, like groupie. Come on, groupie. But that, that, it, it was a really good interview. Yeah, it was. So, who won? Still, push yeah. her. <laughs> Still don't change. Duppy was the better freestyle. And that's like uh, the Eminem, Machine Gun Kelly thing. Machine Gun Kelly's was the better um, 
was the better record. M kind of, I don't know if M won because we said he lost last time because he didn't respond, but he responded. It just wasn't, it wasn't this a decisive victory. It was like, eh. Yeah. But Push still won. Drake had to, still has the better song out of the battle, but Push is, Push is still won. Why would you go to LeBron? Like, yeah. I don't understand that. Yeah. That was an interesting platform to release that. I mean, they're really good friends, so I guess it's that part, but. Really? Why you why you call Charlemagne? Yeah, Charlemagne got a bigger platform than LeBron does. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. That was weird. Yeah, that that that. But Drake is a weirdo. Uh, apparently, like the nigga is just weird. Maybe it's that a Canadian thing. I don't know, but that's. Yeah, I, I think I think I we're we're finished with this. Um, and like Joe and them said, it would have been nice to see that play out on wax, just them going back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That would have been exciting. Um, yeah, because I, th- I feel like if it wasn't for the Joe Budden interview, had that keep going, push it would he said that that information can't, he would put that in the song. Mm-hmm. And that would have been, oh, game over, close up shot. Yeah, and played the clips. At the end of the song, yeah, it would have been a wrap. Yeah, that, that, yeah. But so you think he showed his cards? No, not even halfway. Not even halfway. I think um, him playing Eclipse was saying it's it's the the, the eight mile effect. I know what you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I know yeah. what you have. I know that you tried to get information, and I got the I got the audio. I got the same clips that you have. I have. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no pun, but that was a bar. I got the same clip. <laughs> that was a bar. Slow it down, freestyle Friday. Niggas. Freestyle Friday. Turn that back and catch that if you didn't hear that the first time. Um, but before we get out of here, Ozark. I know you said you finished it. Mm-hmm. What's your take on Ozark? I don't remember what happened on Ozark. <laughs> this nigga here. I was like two months ago. This nigga here. <laughs> Marty, pretty much, Marty was trying to get out of, um, get out of, he trying to set his family up to get out so he didn't have to do the cartel. Right, money. I remember that part. His wife screws him over at the end because she has the cartel guy, uh, the cartel kill um, that girl's father. So now they have to stay in Ozark to make sure the casino thing goes off with a hitch. That's how the season ended was with uh, the wife kind of screwing him over. Yeah. The uh, Now I remember. <laughs> the kids in Ozark pissed me off. The, uh, the I like the little boy. The girl, she yeah. The girl is annoying. You want to be emancipated? Go ahead, nigga. Go ahead. Fine, fine, <laughs> fine. I don't care. Like, but would you let her go knowing like she knows everything? No, but that's or knows a lot. That is the point? Is like you dumb idiot. You, you 
Her mother said, so you're going to go speak to a lawyer, and then what's going to happen? Right. Yeah. That's white people for you, though. Um, Yeah, white people. What do you think Ozark go Like, I don't think you can get two more seasons out of Ozark. Yeah, there's a ceiling there. Um, Maybe one more with the casino, some drama around that. Yeah, because now you got the mob who... Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'll say one more season. I mean, unless uh, Marty Bird is on his uh, Jackson Teller and kills the mob, uses the mob to kill the cartel or vice versa, then have somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. That would be extreme, which would make it corny. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Do you, have you watched uh, Million Little Things? Yes, I have. Do you like it? I have not. But I said I, was, I saw people talking about it, but I said, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a shot and see what it's about. I've been hearing a lot yeah, of good things about. That's a good show. That's a good one. I think I told you about that a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it was. Uh, I've yeah. seen a lot of people talk about it recently. Um, I guess because. Oh, so you needed additional witnesses? No, I just see a lot of people talking about it. When somebody says something to me, I listen. And if I don't get around to it and other people keep saying, oh, well, you should watch so-and-so, then I'm like, well, why? okay, why is everybody on this? And not you. Yeah. Because you don't listen. You don't listen to the first person. That's why. Whatever, man. Whatever. It's the truth. It's God honest truth. Uh, I don't have any sleeper shows. You niggas. Did you watch Kidding? I did. Um, and you fell asleep again? I, I just don't understand. No, I, I, I got through oh it. I got through it. I got through it. I got it. I got it. It is a brilliantly written show. It is. Tell Kim to watch it. I'm going to talk to Kim about it. You probably, yeah. Kim will probably watch it. Uh, she looks at stuff because she uh, her major was uh, production or something dealing with uh, that type of field. So she looks at stuff different, and it makes me look at it different. Like she looks at the way stuff is shot. She looks at mm-hmm. like the storytelling, and mm-hmm. she probably would have uh, a lot to say about Kidding if she watches it. Yeah, Kidding is a great show, everybody. Well, uh, Showtime, pay me for that plug. Yeah, you you giving out all the free publicity, always, <laughs> always giving out the free. That's a really good show, though. It's a really good show. Do you watch Shameless? I do. Okay, we might have a test. Shameless has gone. It's gotten weird for me. We're gonna, we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about it. Okay. We're gonna talk about it. But yeah, it, yeah. Last season, when they show when they showed the recap in the beginning of the season, I was like. It makes it look better than the season was, but I remember the season being trash last yeah. season. Yeah, yeah. But we'll, we'll, we'll talk about Shameless. Um, yeah, I believe that's all I got. Folks, uh, get your excuses ready. NBA, if you haven't set your teams, those that are in the league, set your teams. Um, Fantasy football, such a teams week yeah. seven, eight tonight. Yeah, if you missed Thursday night's game, I don't know what to tell you because you can't you listen to this on Friday. So 
You're screwed. Yeah. Thursday night Screw games. Broncos Nation. Thursday night games been kind of lit this year. Yeah. Yeah, the Thursday night schedule is a lot better um, since its inception. Yeah, they used to I don't know about tonight, trash though. games. They did. <laughs> it was like <laughs> the Bengals versus the Browns. It was like, what? Nobody want to see this, bruh. But it's been really good matchups this season. Yeah. Falcons. So really one day good. we got both. Both of us got the Falcons. Um, at least two touchdowns. Uh, at the least. Sound- Are we supposed to talk about Quavo solo project? I, I, it wasn't much to talk about. That's why. I- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he tried. Yeah, it wasn't much to talk about. <laughs> the Migos as a unit make good music, but and you know what? They do really good duets too. The part. Like the Offset, 21 Savage, um, Quavo and Travi. Those are good. Where are you going? I'm not going anywhere. I'm headed back. Because I, I, I do this for the love. No, I was going to say um, it's disappointing when you think somebody's a star of the group and they come out with something and it flops. Like if JT would have been a flop, I would have been so mad. Yeah. 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 But on the on reverse side, you don't have anybody else from like a boy band to come out and outside of Michael Jackson to come out and really. None of the Spice Girls had Pop. solo careers. Boy, Backstreet yeah. Boys didn't have a a single solo person. Yeah, it's very true, actually. Yeah, go back to Migos. Go yeah, to- uh, you guys continue to do your like a talking market market what? Yeah, but. Culture three on the way. Bring us that. Yeah, yeah. We're we're good on the a honcho project. <laughs> Just so you know, <laughs> we're clear on that. All right, I'll back you days. Yeah. No, you all think the crooked eyes hot. Why not? Is it cause my mind box in your blind spot? I sleep with one eye open like an insomnia stricken cyclops. Cause I could rest in that pine box. I'm on so many drinks, don't even count them. So high, fall up some stairs instead of down them. So high, call that American Airline. Flex put us on the therapist airtime. You not a legend like John. Move back like his embarrassing hairline. Let the air to the chair shine. Throughout ugliness, the slaughter's there with me. It's all Lovey Smith, my team. Bear with me. I've been crushing the field as you. So independent that might buy cats. I might not stop. Place cap. Seven to six floors. You can call me the top. Hey, remember the top place? Seven to six. Blow, though he's no big and pop, but he's close. I'm posed when they got me fighting. Go. 